Ladies and gentlemen, welcome wrestling fans worldwide to Knoxville and the Great Smoky Mountains for the Ron Fuller Tennessee Studcast. Six feet nine inches tall, 265 pounds. This historic podcast from one of the most respected and successful wrestlers and promoters will follow the footsteps of the largest and oldest wrestling family on the planet. Listen to what I'm saying. That's right. Bring that camera in here a little bit closer. Through 93 years and four generations. The stud has arrived. Old school or new fan, this unique broadcast will educate and captivate as Ron details decades of professional wrestling's growth with truly unforgettable stories. I want those people out there at home to hear the stud. Sit back and enjoy the ride with the Tennessee stud. The Tennessee stud. You will learn that name, you will remember it. And now, the stud is here. Hey everybody, welcome in. It's David Summers hosting another studcast with the Tennessee stud, Ron Fuller. It's the story of wrestling in America as told by the stud, whose family started the profession 100 years ago. Now we step back into the ring, back into time. Let's get hooked up with the Tennessee stud, Ron Fuller. Find out what's happening in the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. What's going on, our friend, Ron? Oh, man, we're doing good. Uh, things are great here. Pretty day today. Kind of hot like it is everywhere around the country. Uh, but uh, got a little cooler than most people do, so I can't complain. That's for sure. And uh, just enjoying another day, man. Got both streams on both sides of the place here. Rolling good. Had a little rain, so uh, it's nice. Uh, could couldn't be much nicer, to be honest with you, man. That's awesome. Hey, we're 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 real happy for you. Those of us down here in South Alabama, where you just walk out on the front porch and start sweating, we're re- we're real happy for you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten what that humidity's like. Oh, uh, it doesn't change. It doesn't go away until the peanut festival gets here in November. So. Anyway, all right, listen, hey, let me be the first to congratulate you, Ron. This is episode number 260. So today, you've reached another plateau in podcasting. Today is your 260th studcast. So it is now five years. If you divide that 260 by 52 weeks, that is five years that you've been doing these unique broadcasts about your families and your own accomplishments as the oldest and largest professional wrestling family in history. You are now recognized as one of the most knowledgeable people in the history of the sport. That's a big deal right there. So congratulations. Well, thank you, man. Uh, you know, that's, those are very kind words, Dave. Uh, but actually, man, the real reason I'm still here and doing this is I think more because of the thousands and thousands of worldwide fans I have out there that join me and they listen to me every week. And uh, I'm kind of humble, man, by the sheer numbers in my audience. And after five years of doing this, uh, it's almost become a way of life for me. <laughs> so I look forward to each new week and, uh, and what I'm going to discover again when I start doing the research for every one of these episodes. Uh, the sheer memories, man, that come back to me. Uh, it's like the, it's worth, it makes everything worthwhile for me, man. It's truly amazing, Dave. I never thought that, uh, that, uh, I would enjoy something as much as I do this. And <laughs> I think it's keeping me young and it's also, uh, 
refreshing my memory on a weekly basis about the old times. That's cool. That is so cool. Okay, last week, we ended the show with the fact that we have a special surprise for you on this studcast. I say we because there's so many friends of yours from the past that wanted to be here today to congratulate you and celebrate with you this incredible accomplishment of 260 studcasts, one every week without missing a week for five consecutive years. It is a fantastic recorded legacy that has already been recognized so by so many of them. So that that's really cool. So you know, it's, it sounds like man, uh, we we may not be going to do a normal studcast here <laughs> well, today, Dave. Well, uh, you know what you got in mind, my man. You okay? So you you are a pretty bright fella. All right, so I hope you don't mind, Stud, but hopefully there are so many more to come in the future as you continue this awesome recollection of the past. In this celebration today, we're going to be speaking with many of the stars as we roll out a veritable who's who of professional wrestling that owes some part of their success to you. We had a limit on the number of participants today, or this celebration might have gone for days. It's going to be long enough anyway. I have a feeling already, Ron. So, Ron, this studcast may be a little longer than most. There's a line of great wrestling names waiting in the wings. We're going to get this historic studcast underway, celebrating 260 studcasts with five years of memories underway. So, what do you say? We got the first caller on the line. You want to get started? Well, heck yeah, man. <laughs> Can't wait, man. Uh, who we got? All right, big brother. What a heck of a deal that is. I wouldn't have given you five years, but man, you know, five years and over 160 dadgum episodes. I'll tell you what, that, uh, I have to say a heavy congratulations to you. I didn't know you had that much BS in you, Ron. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you know, uh, I guess I'm learning to, to learning to carry on a little bit with it and uh, get a little further yeah. than usual. I, by the way, you know, traveling on the road, I'm usually quiet and they don't say much. <laughs> I guess I saved all of it for later in life, man. Well, well, you, you, you know what? You'll have to give me an awful lot of the credit because uh, I, I taught you how to how to talk. <laughs> hey, he he cut you. Yeah, he cut you, you short. Give me some of the credit because you know, man, you you know that uh, you know they that dad would take me on road trips to keep the boys awake driving the car. So uh, yeah, yeah, I always yeah. a lot of BS. Yeah, 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 you certainly do, man. You know, you you taught me how to curse a lot. As a matter of fact, oh, and, no. uh, you know. Oh, I had to, no. I finally had to start doing a little bit of that with you, but, uh, so, uh, you're doing okay, man. And I know you're still out on the road. Uh, you got a trip, I think this weekend you go, you out, you out uh, next weekend. Yeah. Ne next weekend on the six, I will be in Charlotte at the gathering and I'm going to be signing autographs there from like 10 in the morning to one in the afternoon. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to, if anybody's listening to this and in that area, come by and say hello that, uh, I'll be there with Tantu productions and, uh, and, you know, real nice folks. And, and so we'll have a chance to have a little fun, shake hands with the fans. And so, you know, we missed that so bad, Ron, with this COVID stuff that went down that, well, you know, everybody had to kind of shut it down and, uh, you know, it's nice that we can get out and go again. Oh, yeah, man. It's a great deal. Uh, I got one uh, this coming weekend in Gatlinburg, man. 
not too far from where I am right now, about 14 miles from me. Uh, so uh, you got to fly, man. I know you got to deal with that. And uh, I know the, me and you and Jimmy did that same show, what, two, three years ago, right before COVID started, I guess. Yeah. 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 Darn right. We did. We did. Well, me and Buck, old Jimmy, be doing Bunkhouse Buck, and I'm naturally Colonel Parker. And so we're, we're one of the guys uh, that from the old days that, still dress up in the garb and uh, so you know it's a lot of times you go to these shows and and you you have a difficult time uh recognizing anybody because you know they had their outfits on that they wore in the ring and this and that and and, and now they're uh 30 40 years older and yeah you can't, can't tell who they are but when you when when old Jimmy puts on the bunkhouse buck outfit and I get in the Colonel Parker suit and hat, <laughs> then people don't have any problem figuring out who we are. I they, bet, uh, yeah. dog, there they are, the Colonel and Buck. So, <laughs> comes uh, comes back to them real fast, man. There you so, go, man. So yeah. you know the the two. Speaking of the, the you know, there's a great number of podcasts that I have done, uh, and I've been doing them on a weekly basis. Uh, I, I do uh, one week at a time and. Basically, Rob, I'm in 1978, strangely enough, and uh, and I'm just about three weeks, three episodes away from the Mink Coat Tournament, man, which was yeah. one of the great one of the great concepts and one of the great uh, uh, angles and uh, promotions and whatever you want to call it. It just really, really worked uh, tremendously, and uh, yeah, that was uh, the, the, one of the greatest things I ever came up with. I have to take credit for it. Yeah, well, I know you. Well, that, you know, I mean, you do. You deserve the credit for it, man. I mean, you know, you I was did, doing the booking the there. Yeah, I, I was doing the booking there, and I remember riding in the car, me and Jimmy and Dutch Mantel. We were doing our little stable deal together at that time, and uh, and uh, uh, Dutch was telling me when I was telling him about the Mink Coat Tournament, he was saying that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Of. How do you figure you're going to all this? And I said, Dutch, you're going to eat your words so bad. <laughs> people had so much fun. Wow. Because uh, in, anything that allows folks to uh, to be able to be part of the show other than just sitting there watching, uh, it, you know, fans really like that. And uh, that's one of the great things about doing these uh, autograph signings at these, uh, at these signing shows, that you get a chance to mix it up with the people and, that's what they want, you know, all too often. Back when you and I were tag teaming and wrestling together, that I know you remember, uh, you know, we'd go in the ring and, and here'd come the kids, mostly kids, but sometimes a pretty girl or grown up and some, and want autographs in the corner. And, and, uh, that was a chance to mix it up with the crowd a little bit. And, 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 to, and I really enjoyed doing that. I miss those days. Now they got the stanchions up and stuff and you can't, you can't get up there and, uh, and get mix it up with the crowd. And, uh, you know, those were the good old days. A lot of good things about the old days that were really good. Oh, yeah, man. You know, being uh, in this, uh, the Mink Coat Tournament, the thing we were just talking about there, uh, it was very proactive, man. And it, it got fans involved. And, uh, and some young lady walked out of there with the $10,000 Mink Coat on, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. And you was, know what? And, and the, the, the beauty of it was, we could afford to do it because the house, every place that we did it sold out. Oh yeah. Packed out. And yeah. so, you know, so, you know, and, and then the persons that we could call out of the crowd and 
pick their name out of the box and and come on down and all the stuff. It was it was wonderful to be able to go out and and uh, and wrestle, knowing that you're there uh, re- representing one of the audience that might win a main code. It was, to me, it was one of the greatest things that I ever came up with, and I was um, uh, very proud of that. Yeah, so uh, you know, the, we're in, I'm in that same time frame, 1978. Uh, you're booking there in Knoxville, and me and Bob are down there handling a brand new territory in 1978, opening up the Gulf Coast. And so uh, you know, and uh, and I won't be long. Like I said, two or three more weeks until I'll be talking about that Mink Coat tournament, and I expect that that'll take at least a whole episode, maybe even more to do that yep. uh, justice and uh, be able to explain yeah. it properly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm, so, uh, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because it, it was a very intricate idea for that time back then. It was, uh, it was something else that, uh, well, we used to do a lot, a lot of things that had never been done before. And that's one of them, man. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We do. I remember in Knoxville one, one time we did a football match in which we had a keys, uh, two keys, laced inside the laces of the football and we had a cage and we had one of our managers in cage and then uh manager in the other cage and uh and we were able to kick the ball out into the crowd or throw the ball out to the crowd if if something was happening in the ring that endangered them getting the ball <laughs> then the crowd could come somebody caught the ball could come and throw the ball back to whoever they wanted to <laughs> in the ring so that you could try to go over and unlock the cage with wow. the manager inside. Wow. That, uh, that was a great one also. And, uh, and I know we, we, we did it around football season. And so, uh, Jimmy and I went out in football outfits and knocking heads and everything and saying, Oh, well, it's that gum football time in Tennessee. And, and everybody was going, what in the world's wrong with them? It's wrestling. And I said, well, yeah, but we tied the football into wrestling. <laughs> so, so we, we had a lot of stuff that we did there, and, uh, and and those were good old days. And we always liked, like like we said, to tie the people into the show, if ever possible. And uh, and so, heck, man, it, it was pretty good fun times and, and uh, a time to make a lot of money because everything was selling out. Yeah, yeah, business was really, really good, man, in those years. And uh, I guess they'd like to have some of that business now, <laughs> in other parts of the country nowadays, it's a oh, yeah. totally different, well. different job, different thing out there now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the people don't get much of a chance anymore to to mix it up and to feel like they're uh, they know the the person, the, the people that are in the ring. That uh, you know, I always enjoyed going outside the dressing room, standing outside in the crowd watching other matches with other guys and then they're looking forward to the people seeing me out there and coming because they always knew if they come you know i'm always going to be nice and talk to them and and everything so uh yeah so we 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 tried to keep uh, the knoxville territory and later on continental uh familiar like that you know we we armstrong's boys got into the business with us and and, and they were such nice kids and so many nice people that work for us they look forward to mixing it up with the audience and it was a great time yep yep so that's what the old stud cast are about man and uh thank you very much i really appreciate it bro for uh 
Um, yeah. you're, well, you're well uh, again, congratulations to you, man, because, uh, you know, when you was talking about doing this, I said, heck, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know how long I'd want to fool with that, but here you are doing it five years ago. Obviously, you're enjoying it, and uh, and that's that's a good thing. So I wish you well with the rest of them. And, you know, I'd let the people know out there, you got a good one. Comes about Christmas time. I know me and Jimmy and you and, you know, a bunch of us that uh, did a very merry, fuller Christmas thing. And, oh, uh, yeah, and yeah. That was, a, that was a good one. So, you know, somebody wants to go back and get the Christmas. Super Studcast. It's one of the second parts yeah. of the Super Studcast, man. And thanks for bringing yeah. that up. We'll, 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 yeah. uh, we'll tell them about that. There you go. All right. There you go. Well, well go, good luck to you guys. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much, man. Take care of yourself. There you go. The one and only Robert Fuller. And you can find him on Super Studcast number four on TNstud.com. Man, I'll tell you what, that's a great way to begin this historic celebration with your very own brother. So let's get right to the next one. Let's see who this is. Hey, guys. Good to talk to you people today, especially Ron Fuller, the Tennessee stud. Ron, this is Jimmy Bunkhouse Buck Golden. You know me. I wanted to call and say hello to you and wish you well, buddy. I know this is like your 260th podcast, man. It's way to go five years of discussing the business and our lives around the business. And I just wanted to congratulate you on a marvelous job that you've been doing. Oh man. Well, thank you very much, Jimmy. Boy, we've been around, we've been friends for quite a while. I say with Jimmy, we go way, way back, man. <laughs> so, uh, was little boys. Yeah. Since we were little boys. Yes, sir. You know, and, uh, uh, it's just uh, great to hear your voice, and thank you very much uh, for for the compliment. And five years is a long time time, you know. Uh, a lot of uh, stud casts have been done in that period of time, two hundred and sixty, uh, and you know. So, and and uh, and I'm glad, man, you called in because uh, you know you're right in the middle of where we are with the present day stud cast. We're in the summer of 1978. Uh, we're outside there most of that summer uh, in the old uh, amphitheater where you remember that place well, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're actually in the in, in the last uh, stud cast. We were, uh, you were wrestling for the car with uh, Phil Hickerson for that Ford Landau, man, that beautiful car. I remember that car, and, and I'm sure you do too. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think, uh, he stole it in the first round, but uh, we're about to talk about in the next Dubcast about you putting up $7,500 to get a shot at winning the car. And uh, so, and I'm I sure you remember that probably, right? Oh, yeah. I wanted it bad. You know, I felt like I could beat Phil Hickerson. Phil's not an easy man to beat. And plus, he, he got 50, 60 pounds on me. I should have had the first time, but, but, uh, I messed up a little bit, but I felt like this. If I get one more chance, my chances are going to be good. And I ended <laughs> up driving the Ford. And, well, everybody was happy after that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, you know, so you're going to end up getting that car anyway. And uh, and you drove it for a whole lot of years. I remember, man. And, uh, wow, it was a beautiful vehicle, too. And so, you know, that's basically what we're doing in the Studcast. And, wow, Jimmy, uh, 
you're you're just about in all of them, man. <laughs> when I look back, you know, <laughs> I'm doing them a week at a time. Every week, we're talking at this point. We got the two territories, so we're talking about what you were doing in Knoxville, and we're talking about what me and Bob Armstrong were doing down there in the Gulf Coast territory uh, when we were getting started that first summer down there. So we got a lot right. going on in these studcasts, man. I know it. You got a whole lot to talk about uh, from beginning to end. It's going to take you a long time to get to the end. <laughs> a week at a time. Yeah, you're right, Jim. I guess I'm looking at maybe. Uh, I'm looking at maybe potentially 700 or 800 episodes before I get down to when we sell out. Finally, we get the, down to selling out uh, uh, Continental and that whole deal. Uh, it's way, way down the road, but. Uh, and it's uh, really great to hear from you. And uh, wow, you just, uh, you're, you're so much a part of all of what we did, man, back in the day. Uh, at this point, uh, you're involved in that Gulf Coast territory down there with Bob Armstrong and Rob and Roy Lee and me, you. And, uh, and we're, uh, we're really in 1978 kicking some butt, Jimmy, because uh, we were doing big business in Knoxville obviously, and had been for quite a while, but uh, Pensacola, which started off really slow, the Gulf Coast Territory, and that summer, man, we popped that sucker up there to where it was doing just about what uh, we were doing out of, out of Knoxville, so uh, pretty amazing well, what was going on. Well, and that, that's a contribute to the some good minds and a lot of good talent, man, that uh, was, was a real exciting time in my life the Knoxville period and the, and the Pensacola mobile time also, uh, things were, were good. And, uh, the, the, the matches were exciting as hell. And, you know, what else could you ask for? Oh man, we had all going on, man. In fact, the, the, about the last two stud casts, I talked about getting cut in Panama city, man, <laughs> against <laughs> Ricky Gibson and Reuben Gibson. And, uh, you know, uh, there was a whole lot going on both ends, man. Like you said, we had a lot to talk about. And, uh, first and only time I ever got cut. And uh, wow, uh, it was a it was a big big uh, time in our lives. And uh, really appreciate you calling in, Jimmy, and uh, and uh, being part of this, man. Uh, just, well, uh, and I know you've got uh, you're upcoming. You got a, you're going to be uh, in Charlotte again, right? You, you've got a for fans out there that may be in that Charlotte, North Carolina area. You go be a part of the gathering over there, right? August the fifth and the sixth at the University Hilton, Charlotte, North Carolina, Bunkhouse Buck and Colonel Robert Parker's going to be there amongst a whole host of other wrestlers and and superstars. Yeah. So, uh, and that's what you guys still are, Jimmy. <laughs> you, you and old Rob, you still are superstars, man. Well, you throw on Rob throws on that old Colonel Parker outfit, and <laughs> and you do that hair deal, man. <laughs> uh, you guys are a pair, I tell you. <laughs> well, we have to count our blessings every day. We we're very fortunate to have what we got. There you go, man. To still be here and still be doing it. Uh, so thank yeah. you very much, Jimmy, for uh, for being part of this, man. And uh, and take care of yourself and say hello to your lovely wife, Patsy, for me, man. I will. Congratulations again. We love you, brother. Love you too, man.
All right, Studcast fans, don't forget the one and only Jimmy Golden. You can find him on Super Studcast number 17 at tnstud.com. All right, so that's pretty cool right there. You got to say, let's let family members go first from your brother to your cousin, Jimmy Golden. There's another big family member right there. Okay, so on to our next guest. He's one of the first of many Hall of Famers we're going to be talking to today. Do you have any idea who it might be, Ron? Well, no. (laughs) Honestly, I don't, man. All right, let's see what happens. Here we go. Hey, Ron. Ron Fuller, Tennessee Stud. This is a honky tonk man, Wayne Ferris, greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Ah, well, well, ah. I might say one of the greatest southeastern champions of all time too. I, I had that belt one time. You know, I always said if you want a belt, you better buy your own if you want to keep it. <laughs> anyway, Ron, congratulations, man! I tell you, five years—it's unbelievable. Two hundred and sixty episodes of a one-hour podcast. I don't know anybody else that could do that. You're the only one, and. I was looking at some information on you a few minutes ago, and buddy, you got your thumb on everything around here. You got the TennesseeStud.com. You got Ron Fuller's podcast. You got classic wrestling uh, 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 live streaming. I, I don't know what else you're into, but you you have always been a guy that would answer the bell, buddy. I guarantee you. Five <laughs> years. Hey, well, man, uh, this is a pretty hard bell to answer here, man. The five years is a Wow, it's a, it's a long darn time to be doing a podcast, uh, but uh, thank you very much, man, for calling in. Wow, I wasn't expecting you, man. Uh, yeah, this well, is- you know, I, I always like to surprise people with some things every now and again, and 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 I was a, I have been on the podcast uh, one or two times myself. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, you, but you, uh, you've been you're you're on a super stud cast, man. We did a super stud cast, you and I, way way yeah. back, and. Well, it's uh, great to hear from you. I know you're out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Probably a little hot out there today, no doubt. Well, yeah, well, it's it's cooled off a little bit. It's 110, so it's not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, good, you know, it, it 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 still wasn't as hot as in Dothan, Alabama, down there in that ten 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 roof building in that. Uh, oh dirt yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... man, you hadn't forgotten very much, man. You hadn't forgot about that <laughs> building. The old farm center had a tin roof on it and beat down about 100 degrees on all day on a Friday, and you go in there on a Friday or Saturday night, and wow, no air conditioning, yeah. no windows. <laughs> that's, yeah, was. I mean, I'll tell you what. And, and just the place would be packed with people and, and such a great time. And uh, all the towns did very well. Did Ron, you guys did a fabulous thing down there. Uh, I just uh, back to this this podcast thing. I don't know how you've done it. I really don't. I mean, you've not you've not missed a week. It's an hour show, two hundred sixty episodes, and keep going. Uh, you know, I, I had a little podcast going there for a while, and and it's a chore. And my hats off to you because anybody that can uh, sustain this for this amount of time, uh, it's unbelievable. And uh, you've done a heck of a job. Well, I appreciate that very much, Wayne. And uh, you know, gosh. Uh, I remember back when uh, when you were doing the uh, all kinds of you had all kinds of different names you had where you were punk rock you had these the, you know and then uh, I think it was just about the time you end up leaving and going to New York is about the time you finally started to get the honky tonk thing going man yeah uh, I, I appreciate what you guys did for me down there and give me the opportunity to uh, uh, you know take a creation that I had in my mind and that I thought up and I ran it by you and uh, and Rob and y'all gave me the chance to uh, 
to to a format to put this thing out there and run with it. <laughs> uh, otherwise, uh, I don't know. It, it might never have happened. So, uh, wow. you know, you guys are responsible for that. Uh, Rob's responsible for the guitar uh, business, and, and, and he's the one that started that. I don't know whether that was a wow. good thing or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't play it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't play it really, really great, but, uh, <laughs> but you sure played the part great, man. That's, you know, that's uh, what you guys said. You guys said, well, can you play that thing? I said, no, I don't know anything about it. They said, that's even better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, man. What a, what a but, great but dude. It, that, that's, that's the thing that you guys were able to do. Uh, Ron is, uh, you, you had, you had, uh, you had a vision. You, you guys, you really were, you were visionaries and you saw things in people and you saw things in the fans and you saw things in the wrestling business that other people didn't really see. And I've worked for other promoters around the, around the world that, that they didn't understand the things that, that you guys did and that, that, that your father did, your grandfather did, your family. There's just so many, uh, of stories and, and, your podcast, uh, I don't know. I mean, this thing can go on forever because your stories are never ending. Yeah, well, man, there's a whole lot of them. And, uh, you know, I got to bring everybody's attention real quick, man. Uh, you were trained by my grandfather's brother, Herb, right? Yeah, yes, I was. Herb Welch trained me in, in, the, in his barn out there uh, uh, beside his house. And, and uh, 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 it was a heck of a time up there. Dr. D. David Schultz, he was yep. trained there. He went before me, my cousin, Carl Fergie. Went in with uh, Dr. D that at that time, and I came through with uh, uh, Coco Beware, the Birdman. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so many Hall yeah. of Famers there, man. Pretty amazing. Yeah, it you really know, is. David's and, a Hall of Famer. You're a Hall of Famer. Coco's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, uh, Herb was a, a great man, a great trainer, uh, trustworthy, honest. Didn't didn't take you in there and try to hurt you and beat you up. He wanted you to learn. If he thought you could do something. He would, he would, he would show you. And, uh, and he was very, very good at it. He, he really was. I, I was telling my daughter just a, a little while ago, I was going to talk to, to, uh, call into the, to the show here and hopefully get to talk to you. And I mentioned uh, that, uh, that your uncle had trained me. And, uh, I said, you know, to work with the, the Fullers and the Welches, it was easy for me because they were trained the same way I was and everything they did. I knew how to do and everything that I did, they, they knew what I was well, doing. That's a good point, man. That's a good it point. Just, it just, you know, it wasn't like going out there struggling, not knowing and being afraid of things because uh, Herb had taught me the fundamentals and the basics uh, of wrestling and down on the mat and, and what to do and how to do it and holes and reversals. And we practiced those things so I could do them in my, with my eyes closed. And when I would go in there against you or Ron, I mean, Rob and uh, Jimmy and uh, Roy Lee and Jackie and, and, and all you guys, it was, it was an easy night for me because I, I, I was trained the same way. Oh, man. Yeah. Hell, uh, thank you, man, so much, uh, Honky Duff, for calling in here, man, and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and making, uh, making your presence felt. And I uh, really, really appreciate the congratulations. And, uh, wow, you've done, you've done phenomenal. Uh, you had a great, great career. Uh, you went on and uh, and made the big time, and uh, you really deserve it. And uh, well, I'm real, know, real happy know. for you, man, out there in Phoenix. Uh, 
I lived out there and when I was a freshman in high school too, went to Camelback High School. So I'm kind of familiar with that area. And uh, yeah, yeah. Well, then, then you know we have a cool spell out here at about 110 for it till quite nice. Yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope it's going to go down to to 100 for you, man. Well, I, in the I, next I, day I, or so. probably probably about nine o'clock tonight. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm just I'm just so fortunate, and so grateful to have uh, have run across uh, you guys, uh, Ron, and 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 work for you and and everything and. I went on multiple occasions. It just wasn't once. I was in and out of uh, Mobile and Pensacola and on uh, three, four, five different times. And like you said, I had a lot of different characters down there till I finally had a chance to, to get one that clicked. And when it did, uh, I, I was glad you guys gave me a chance to, to kind of start working on it and get it ready. Wow. Well, we're glad too, man. We're very happy for you, man. And uh, you're a great guy. And thank you very much for, for getting in touch with me today. I appreciate it. Well, and if you want me to do another one of these uh, with you sometimes, I know you're going to go five more years, maybe ten more. <laughs> I, 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 was looking, I was looking over there on the website at TennesseeStud.com, and for all the wrestling fans out there that's listening, go over there and look at this, and go back to the FullerPod.com and listen to some of these podcasts and get an insight on, on what the wrestling business was really about and what it's still about the same thing, Ron. You know that ain't this nothing going to change. And uh, but anyway, you got photos on there, and you have stories, just unbelievable. It goes back so far that, uh, and then you bring it all up to date. That's that's the good thing. So the new fans can can listen to something new and something old. That's great. I appreciate it, my man. And uh, thank you so much for uh, getting in touch. And uh, and I, I hope you did that uh, that little cold spell out there, man. Well, I hope so. But anyway, yeah, I, I thought I'd do this for you and surprise you, and, and I hope I, I hope I did good for you. Oh man, thank you so much. I appreciate it, Wayne. And uh, what a great guy. And uh, look forward to coming out there and visiting someday. I hope so. I hope to see you soon. There he is, the one and only Honky Talk Man, and you can find him on Super Studcast number eight at tnstud.com. How cool was that? There's a call from Phoenix, Arizona, the one and only Honky Tonk Man. All right, Stud, this one comes from Canada. Any guess? <laughs> no, man, the way things are going, I, I, I have no idea, man. All right, as soon as you hear the voice, you'll, you'll know who it is. Here we go. Ron Fuller, congratulations. <laughs> Incredible. Five years, 260 podcasts. That's amazing, Ron. I want to congratulate you. This is amazing. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, Jock, I recognize that voice for sure, man. And uh, thank you so much for I appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a run, man. And uh, But i uh, got a long way to go. You know, I, I'm still uh, not gotten to where you and uh, Joe LaDuke and all of you come down from Canada. And uh, we get that thing rocking in Pensacola. So I'm um, really looking forward to that. I'm going like a week at a time, and I'm in 1978 at this point. But uh, I know that uh, you uh, you uh, been doing some big things up there in Canada, man. We talked not too long ago about your uh, your big thing with uh, you had the amateurs wrestling. of that. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, wrestling academy. Yeah, I've been doing good with that. We're going to the, actually next week. We're going into the semifinals in two weeks from now, actually. And then we're going to the finals the week after. And uh, yeah, the four winners from Canada are 
It's been amazing. It's been a great battle, and the four winners are going to win $5,000 each plus three months at the Nightmare Factory with QT Marshalls and Cody Rhodes and, and Blazier and the Glaziers. So it's going to be a great, great opportunity for the Canadian wrestlers. But but let's get back to you, Ron. You know, you're 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 an icon, Ron. You're 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 bigger than life. You know, in Tennessee and and then south uh, southeast of United States and. Uh, everywhere actually but mostly around there where you had your success and i had the opportunity to work for you and um i've always said that before and i'm gonna say it again ron you know uh, i've always um been a close friend to your brother robert and i always enjoyed the, the 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 matches that the the position that your brother robert took uh towards you like always uh preparing the plate for you always uh having these opponents uh give Robert a hard time and the big brother Ron would come in and save the day. You got that down, right? Uh, and it worked pretty well, I guess, didn't it, Jacques? I mean, uh, you've got brothers too, right? <laughs> yeah, but but to be honest with you, 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 you did so much, you know, Raymond and I, we worked together, you know, Raymond saved my, uh, my butt a few times in real life, but in the ring, we worked kind of equally in the ring, but, but in the ring, you guys, you were like, uh, you were like the big, big, big brother there that would come in. And, uh, you know, and it's funny because I remember doing some great, great houses, drawing some great houses with Robert and in some angles. But uh, but but the sellouts would always come in with you. And, you know, when you you come in and, and uh, you were a wrestler that people believed in. And uh, I was the first one that didn't want to get close to you in case you got mad. But uh, but uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you, Ron, I've always been impressed by your look and your uh, your. Uh, your your prestance, like we say in French, your prestance is the way you you walk in a room and you you shake things up without uh, without doing uh, without doing anything or saying anything. Your presence is felt by everybody and appreciated by everybody. So so congratulations, Ron. Uh, once again, you know, on uh, five years of podcast. That's not that's that's a that's a hell of a challenge. There, five years. I did it for two years myself and I quit. And, uh, you know, I, I was, it was hard, a lot of preparations for every podcast. People don't know how much you take time to, <laughs> to investigate on your, on your, on your guests and, uh, and get prepared for this. It's so many hours. And, uh, so 260 podcasts all in your honor, uh, Ron. And I'm, I'm just glad that, you know, I'm part of this thing to, 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 to congratulate you, Ron. Well, I appreciate that uh, very, very much, Jock. And uh, gosh, man, you were very important to us uh, down there in that Pensacola Southeastern Territory before we turned it into Continental and, you know, did a great job. And uh, you and your brothers and your family got a great wrestling history. And uh, and uh, I really appreciate you uh, getting in touch with me. And uh, and uh, and uh, thank you very much. And uh, wow, for all the work you did for us down there. And uh you're a great guy, and uh, good luck to you in Canada, and keep that uh, keep that school going, man. Got to get that wrestling academy. Got to get those four Canadian wrestlers, one female and three male. Got to get them into the United States of America. There you go. <laughs> but thank you very much, Jock. I really, really appreciate it, man. Take care, Ron, and keep, uh, like we say in French, bonne continuité, which means uh, uh, good future in your podcast. Thank you, sir. Hey, by the way, you can find Jacques Rougeau on Super Studcast number 28 on TNstud.com. How about that? One of the great Rougeau wrestling family members paying tribute right there, Jacques Rougeau. That is pretty cool. All right, so the next guest lives on an island just off Seattle in Washington State. 
And here we go, stud. Ron Fuller, the Tennessee stud. Congratulations. Five years of the podcast. 260 episodes. Amazing, Ron. Absolutely amazing. My hats are off to you. And the gentlemen that are in our business and ladies, a tip of their hat to you today. 260 episodes, five years. Again, congratulations. Well, thank you, Kevin, man. It's great to hear your voice, man. Been a long time since we've had any uh, contact. And uh, always good to hear from you. And thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, wow, so a lot goes into this podcasting stuff. And you know that, don't you, my man? How many episodes do you have, I wonder? Well, I'm not anywhere near close to you, Ron, but it does do some research. And I'm a big fan of your podcast, Ron. You do a hell of a job. I mean, look at the family you come from. One of the biggest wrestling families. And I think probably the largest of all times promoting wrestling, refereeing, Owning territories, you guys have done it all. Yeah, actually, uh, I think we are the largest, man. You know, and uh, we're four generations in now. Uh, Jimmy's got a son that wrestled. I got a son that's had a match. So, so we're. Um, it just continues on, man. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> so, uh, that's fabulous, so uh, you, you on? Where are you, my man? You you're normally out there in Washington State, but uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually visiting my daughter in Aventura. So, oh great, uh, man! Yeah, yeah. So you you've so, you've, you've changed you change your climate real fast, man. <laughs> you've gone from yeah, out there yeah. on that west coast to down to down into the that uh, southern South Florida area, man. Wow. Yep. You're absolutely right. Oh man, it's a it's great, man. Great to hear from you. Uh, what do you got going, man? What are you doing now, Kev? Is uh, you know, uh, I'm just curious about the. You've always got something going. Yeah, I go to a lot of conventions, Ronald, and uh, I've been I've been lucky in the West Coast. I worked for Defy, a great great company. I work for PCW. Uh, and I work for SWE in Texas, so my plate's full. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, man. Well, you've always done a great job, Kevin, wherever you've been, and uh, whatever you try to do, you, you've really been really good at it, and uh, wow, it's uh, great to see you doing great. Uh, are you uh, by any chance going to the gathering there in Charlotte again? Yes, I am. I'll be seeing you there, Ron. Well, uh, I'm actually not going to make this one uh, this year. I'm I've got one real close to me. I don't even know if you've you if we've talked uh, uh, since I moved to Tennessee, man. I've been I'm back in Tennessee again, and and I'm doing a Comic Con uh, in Gatlinburg, which is 14 miles from me. I live right in the Smokies, man, in Cosby, Tennessee. Beautiful. I know you've always loved th that area, Ronald, and I do too. It's a special place. Yeah, you know, and, and just to, you know, just to, because we were talking about stud casts and things like that, Kev, uh, I, I, I do my stud cast. I, I take it a week at a time. I'm in 1978, my man, and I'm in that time frame where you're there. You've just come into the territory, into Knoxville in 1978. And uh, 
One of the best times of my life, Ronald. <laughs> that there was it was a beautiful place, wasn't it, man? It was a great spot to be in and uh, a great time frame and wow. So uh I just uh, rolling them a week at a time and I know you've got not long until you bring your dad in, man. You know? Oh, that's gonna, great. It's it's gonna be one of those uh, stud casts in the near future. So uh it's just great talking to you, Kev. I really appreciate you getting in touch with me, man, and uh, thank you very much. Uh and uh and have a good time down there. Take care of yourself, my man. I will, and I really appreciate it. And again, congratulations, Ron. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Kevin, hang on for us if you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Hang on. Hang on one second if you wouldn't, wouldn't mind, sir. Just one second. You can find Kevin Sullivan on Super Studcast number eight at tnstud.com. Dot com. Man, that is so cool. Our thanks to Kevin Sullivan, another of the sport's greatest stud right there. All right, so we're only about halfway through the lineup of stars chosen for this event today from the long list that wanted to be here to congratulate you. So we're going to take a short break. Let's do that. And while we do that, let's tell our fans about what's happening this weekend so they can have a chance to meet you personally if they're nearby. We'll take this quick break, and this studcast will continue in a moment. Wow, Dave, this is pretty humbling, I got to tell you, man, so far, uh, you know, and, uh, and I'm glad to have the opportunity here. I want to do this break live, uh, which is uh, very unusual, but uh, I, I want fans to know that they can join me tomorrow, this Saturday and Sunday on July 30th or the 31st at the Smoky Mountain Fan Fest, man, uh, for its Comic-Con event that's being held at the Gatlinburg Convention Center. And I'm going to be there signing autographs and taking photos with fans. I'm also going to have some 8x10 photos there. I'm going to have some T-shirts, uh, both the uh, the uh, common uh, stud, stud, uh, stud, Studcast T-shirts and uh, some other uh, Southeastern T-shirts that are not usually with me. I'll have some Continental DVD five-pack videos with me, and I'm going to take some copies of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park Thriller, man, uh, my old line story, Brutus. Brutus is going to be there, too. And uh, everything I'm going to be doing there and selling there can be autographed. And I look forward to doing just that. Uh, wow, this is really a huge event, man. It, there's stars from all over the world in these Comic-Con events. And uh, it's going to be, if you'd like, to, if you live close to Gatlinburg in that particular area, and you'd like to come by and say hello, I'd love, man, to shake your hand and make your acquaintance. Uh, so uh, if so, if you can get there, uh, please uh, join me on Saturday and Sunday at the Gateway, basically, the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. That's Gatlinburg, Tennessee. We're going to be in the beautiful convention center there. And, wow, it's not just me. We're going to have some other wrestlers at the table with me. I think uh, Tom Pritchard and Dirty White Boy. And I don't know who all is going to be there besides me, but uh, this is going to be a huge event. So if you're in that Gatlinburg area, and uh, you, if you've ever been there, you know how beautiful it is up there. If you haven't, it's well worth the trip to find out. And it's a great way to be able to meet, not just me, but as I say, there's other wrestlers going to be right there with me. And uh, you'll have an opportunity to shake some other people's hands and maybe get their autographs, photos, whatever you want. Great opportunity to meet the fans. I always love it. And uh, I hope everybody uh, that can get there. And join me for this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, 
30th and 31st of July. All right, that's another cool event. That's going to be a big one, and this weekend in Gatlinburg. All right, welcome back, everybody. Episode number 260 of another Studcast. We've heard from five great stars of the sport, and believe it or not, we've got another five to go. One of them is buzzing in now. I think it's another Hall of Famer. You ready, Stud? You ready? Heck yeah, man. All right, let's hit the line. Hey, Ron, man, I just this is Gerald Briscoe, by the way. I just called. I just read and heard on in Wall Street Journal, I believe, or one of those major publications, 260 stud casts. Holy cow, man, five years running now. This has got to be some type of record for podcasting, man. But I want to congratulate you. I know how much work it is because me and that damn Texan, that John Layfield, try to do one every week. And, man, for 260, I can't even imagine the, the work that you put in through all these days. Oh, geez. Well, thank you, man. It was great hearing your voice, Gerald. Uh, gosh, always glad to hear from you, man. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good uh, pretty good time frame. Five years. Uh, 260 of them, uh, never miss one, man. Uh, do them every that, week. That, that's the awesome thing right there. You never miss one, man. And I, I know you, I know your family from way back. You know, we, we've known each other for years and years. And I know, I know once you, once a fuller gives their commitment to something that, that you guys stand put on it, no matter what it is. That's, that's something I've always respected about you and your family and something I know I could rely on all, all these years. You know, you get the word of, of you or your brother or your dad back in the old days or your uncles or anybody like that, you knew you'd go to bank with it. So, man, I appreciate your friendship, and I'm just, I'm just really thrilled for the success you've had with this. Well, I appreciate it very much. But since you've talked about it, uh, you, you've you, uh, you've got them. You're about what fifty episodes in yourself, right? And uh, yeah, we're about fifty. And man, old Layfield uh, uh, started it. You know, back during COVID, and we had some interruptions. Of course, you know, one of us gets sick or something like that. And we we it wasn't no set scheduled or anything like that. But for like the last last forty five or fifty, though, you know, we've set a date down. We booked guests on it. You know, number one, you don't want to. Uh, ruin your reputation with guests, you know, you line them up and, you know, you know, like you, you get guests on that are, that are busy. And once they obligate the time to you, you better not have any excuses why you can't get them on. So we, we, we try to roll. And, uh, it's funny old Layfield, you know, I had a knee replacement, as you know, two days after my knee replacement, the schedule was coming up where we had somebody on Layfield call me and he said, Hey man, get off. Get up out of that bed. You got a job to do. <laughs> so <laughs> You're tracking them down. <laughs> yeah, we did it two days after that. And then, you know, as I told you earlier, you know, I've, I've had a severe case of my COVID went through my household here. My youngest son, uh, Joseph, a landscape architect, uh, he, he got out with it. He had his best work with my wife, come down with it. My wife and I, you know, we're up there in age, too, so it's a little concerning. I come down with it, but. Just having COVID wasn't good enough for me, man. I got bronchitis on top of it. So that's <laughs> really bad for your respiratory system. So I, I had to fight like hell to get through that. But I'm you know, I'm feeling better. I'm a little stuffy there, as you probably can hear. But, you know, hell, we'll, we'll kick butt and keep on rolling, man. Uh, man, you got to do what you got to do, man. So, uh, and, uh, well, your, your family, man, while you and Jack uh, made a tremendous uh, – impression on fans all around the world and and you helped me a great deal man in my getting started my stud cast we talk about 
actually, Gerald, I do them. I go week by week. I started with my grandfather five years ago. I went through my dad. I went into my high school, college, basketball career, uh, and then started into each week, taking it week by week. So I'm in 1978, the summer of 1978. <laughs> so if I keep going and I take a week at a time, right now in 78, we had two. I had two territories. I had a northern territory wow. in Knoxville and a southern one. I just bought the, the Gulf Coast from the Fields Brothers. And uh, me and Bob Armstrong's down south running a business uh, down south. And Rob's doing the booking and running the territory in the north. So. So I talk about two territories every week, every show now. Yeah. Uh, well, you got a content full of stuff. You know, and I, I'm going to honestly say this. There a couple of things, you know, you look back on your career, you know, why didn't I go here? Why didn't I go there? You know, that was, you had such a great territory, especially that southern part of it, you know, down in, the, in the, uh, Florida, North Florida there with uh, Pensacola, <laughs> Destin, yeah. Florida, Dolphin, Alabama. Places that I'd been, but I never really got to work with you full time. I did some spots. You were generous enough to bring me in for some spots and everything like that. My brother did that. I did some spots for you. But man, I, you know, there's certain, and Oregon's another place I kind of regret I never went, you know, because of my style of wrestling out there. I think I would have been in really good, good out there. But, uh, you know, having been in that southern Florida or North Florida territory, the southern part of your territory, would have been awesome. I always heard men the trip for like seventy five hundred miles. You know, you're home every night. You're you're riding, paying you good. And, but I guess I was just always tied up in a program or somewhere with, with somebody. So hey, I man, you would working for you maybe you we would, can reenact it sometime yeah there you go man Matt. i guess we're yeah if you're ready to put the tights on again you were you were beyond <laughs> my reach man you you were you, I, you were I a big star Flair, man I, I rick flair i go risk my my life for a little uh get my hand up <laughs> one more time <laughs> boy i can't believe he's making that move himself that's pretty that's a pretty big step out there man to, do that at, at his age. His age, you know? yes, it is, man. And, and, and all, all, all power to it, man. I, I wish him well. And I, I got, I got to compliment those guys, you know. And I, I, I you know, uh, 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 publicly, and uh, you know, said I'm not really in favor of a 73, 74 year old man getting out there and trying to perform something. We all know Rick Flair, and there's well, Rick's in the tag team. He's not going to do all that bull crap. You know, Rick Flair. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He's going to get every damn move that he could get in in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and man. I think I, that I regret, I think I regret, because I know Conrad Thompson, he's going to have a full medical staff there for Rick, but. If this thing is successful, which it's going to be because the promotion's been just off the charts great, you know, with, with the damn thing. So, but you know, Rick Flair, somebody will come along, you know, that's not quite as prepared and, 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 uh, and, uh, giving as his father-in-law Conrad and, and Hey Rick, I'll give you 10 grand to come out and do this. Rick's going to jump on the next damn airplane out there and do the <laughs> damn thing. That's what I worry about, you know? Oh Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's that's really kind of pushing it. Uh, you know, I, I want to back up, uh, Gerald. Uh, I really thank you guys. Uh, uh, actually, you and Jack came and worked my, about the sixth month of my territory when I went to Knoxville in 1974. Uh, and Jack was still a big star. You were there with him uh, quite a bit. 
and I brought you guys in. He was the first world champion that I wrestled in Knoxville was Jack. Wow. And you were wow. there that night. You worked on that same card that night. And uh, y'all made a lot of spots for me. Y'all did a lot of things for me. And I worked with Jack a whole bunch of times in Memphis and a lot of other cities. And uh, and you're right. I missed the boat, man. I should have had you in, Gerald, because you had been perfect in those territories. And you would have liked those short trips and uh, and uh, the beach every day. It was uh, you got that right. <laughs> the beach and the gym. That's about all you had to do and get in the car and make a little short trip and be home by midnight or before. Wow. Well, the thing about it is you had so much respect. The talent that you were able to bring in there, Ron, was just phenomenal. I mean, you know, you'd look, you look at the history of our, our business, some of these smaller territories, you know, they wouldn't risk financial, take, take that financial risk and bring top talent in. But you took that risk knowing that the reward would pay off for you. And that just shows you your intelligence and your, your knowledge of the business to take those risks. And, and so, you know, that you had Dick Slater, you had Armstrong, you had, you had all the top Southern names in, in the history of our business pass through those territories. And that, that's what, you know, people look back and they, the way you the way you judge a successful territory, it to me is not really by the money they draw. Of course, that that's that's the big thing. But you look at the longevity and you look at the talent that they had in there. Because that top talent that we just named off just don't go work for anybody. They go in to to make a living and pay their bills, and they knew they could get that done under your banner there. So man, man, I I, I regret it, but you know that's hindsight, and we just move on to bigger and better things. Yep, that's for, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, I was really lucky. And, and I was really lucky too, Gerald. I came across some great young talent that I, I took it, uh, kind of put them under my wing and uh, uh, end up taking a guy like Wayne Ferris, who becomes the honky tonk yeah. man in WWE. Uh, Tell me, I'm going to interrupt you here. Tell me, what did you have anything to do with Percy Pringle and Michael Hayes? Because they were both Picola guys up there. Michael Hayes uh, worked for me quite a bit. Him and Terry Gordy, once they uh, finished that, that the Freebird run in uh, Dallas, they both came in, Michael Hayes. And, and uh, Arn Anderson got his start with me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so many young, young talent, great wow. young talent. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, yeah. Folks, that shows you right there the quality of promoter that Ron Fuller was. When he's naming off these names, they're Hall of Fame Hall of Fame players there. So you just don't get those unless you got something good going. Yeah, I mean, you know, so and then a lot of those guys helped me build the territory, man. They were so great workers and became great workers. Uh, while they were still there, I got to take advantage of having trained them and hadn't gotten them in the right position. But, uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's a, I've been upon a pretty long ride here, five years. And, uh, you know, I really appreciate Gerald, you getting in touch with me and uh, being a part of this, man. Uh, you are, well, I, and, and your brother, uh, to me, the two of the greatest that ever was, man, ever well, will be. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you know, we're, we're friends. We don't get to see each other quite as often as we probably should, you know, but you know, the, I know that respect level is there and you know, it's there. And that, that's really all that counts. You know, that, that if you want something or I want something, all we got to do is pick up the phone. Hey, I need some help. When do you need it? You know, and and we're both jumping to, to help each other. And that's a friendship that I cherish. And as you get older, you know, we, we both can testify. 
that you really find out, you know, as you're growing older, who your friends are, you know, and uh, we've, we've stood the test of time. So brother, I'm, I'm honored to be on the 260th stud cast here. And man, let's, let's go for another 260. I know I can't catch it, but man, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be on your tail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do they find your, before we go, how do they, how do they find your podcast, my man? Well, it, it's a, it's a story with Briscoe and Bradshaw. Of course, YouTube is 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 our main uh, main carrier there. But uh, Spotify, anywhere that you get podcasts, just type in stories with with Briscoe and Bradshaw. He gets upset because my name's first, but I'm older. I'm an older, <laughs> older, so I get that honor there. But yeah, we 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 were kind of like you. We don't, we don't, you know, there's so damn much negative, uh, BS out there. Now we don't even, we tell our guys, well, Hey, if you got an ax to grind, you know, it's the wrong show. We're, all, all we're, all, all we're about is telling fun road stories, fun locker room stories, which there's a million of them, as you know, some of the legendary stories, we don't get the hearsay guys on there. We get the guys that created the story on there. And it's just a good old conversation, you know, good old Southern conversation that ordered back and forth. And we let the, we let the guys tell their story, their side of how they, how they lived it and what brought the story on. So it's, it's it, to me, it's a great conversation. We would, like I said, we don't look for dirt. We don't look for negative stuff. We just want to laugh and have a good time. <laughs> Jeez, man, that's what it's all about. I mean, uh, that's what this uh, podcast should be. I mean, uh, you can go get negativity anywhere, man, but it's great to find good humor and good stories. And uh, heck, I'm going to be visiting you on your show uh, fairly soon, my man. I've got, we've scheduled us something way back and, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. Well, we're looking forward to having you. And, and, and you know, uh, the, you, I mean, you just have so many fantastic stories and stories that really shape our business, you know. And, and uh, you know, we had Bob Roop on here recently, you know. And, and my brother, I heard that plan, I want to say cloud nine, but it's plan, plan B. Well, I never even heard of that. And I didn't, uh, you know, how in the hell that thing stay under wraps? And we can discover all this stuff talking to you, I'm sure. But, you know, well, what, a, what a battle you had there I mean, internally, you know, uh, people that you trusted and everything. We, we both love Bob Roop and, uh, you know, and, and uh, Bronnie Garvin. And uh, I mean, the, the legendary names that was on that tape, I couldn't believe it as I was hearing it. I was just shocked, <laughs> old, old shock and all thing. What the hell's going on there? But we're going to get to get 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 uh, some more inside information on this story, and we're looking forward to having you on John Layfield. Just wow, you got him! How would you get out? Well, I've known him to do the puppy. He know me since I you know, first place <laughs> on the book. There. So, so man, we're looking forward to it. Well, thank you very much, and thanks for being on here today. I really appreciate it. And uh, gosh, man, uh, you're one of the greatest best friends I ever had. And uh, and I really look forward to running into you again soon. And uh, thank you so much for being with us. All right, brother. Looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to take credit here uh, I, for me being on this uh, on this studcast. Man, I had to do some technology. And you, oh. you're surprised this old Oklahoma old-timer man knew how to work technology. But that's amazing <laughs> stuff that goes along with it. You're never too old to learn, are you, Ron? No, no, I don't guess you are, man. You know, and I, I'm glad I could help you find out how smart you were. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You guys have a great day and look forward to talking to you soon. All right. Find Hall of Famer Jerry Briscoe on Super Studcast number 27 at tnstud.com. 
Man, how cool is that? What a great guy, Ron. A Hall of Famer. All right, so this next caller has been working on repairing a wrestling ring while he's been waiting. Any any idea who that could be? <laughs> well, that could be quite a few guys. He's not know. too far from me. They're, they're coming from all over the world, man. So uh, <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Give them to me. This guy is sort of in your neighborhood. Let's see what happens. Ron, what's up? It is insane that you've already had a podcast for five years, and this is the 260th <laughs> episode. Unbelievable. Oh, thank you very much, man. I recognize that voice, Tom Pritchard, man. Gosh, Tom, great to hear from you and appreciate that very much. Uh, you know, you've been on a few of them. You've done some stuff with us and uh, really, really appreciate uh, you getting in touch with me, man. Uh, and I guess that is quite a few, uh, quite a few uh, podcasts, man. So, man, that's a, that, that, that's a long time to be talking, and congratulations for all you've done. Congratulations for, for 260 episodes. That, that's a, that is a lot of talking, Ron. That's a lot of people uh, coming on, too, and, and talking about wrestling and talking about the stud cast and, and especially the Continental uh, uh, Wrestling Territory because that was one of my favorites, no doubt. In fact, I think that was my favorite. Pensacola is a hell of a place to live. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, man. I yeah. appreciate that. And, uh, you know, uh, yeah, as far as stud cast go, we're uh, – we're in 1978, Tom, so we're still way ahead of your time. For you know, you're not going to be getting there for a few more years. But, uh, you know, uh, it's really great to have you uh, on with us, man. I really appreciate you coming on and uh, congratulating me. And uh, and uh, just saw you not too long ago down in Dothan. We had a really nice uh, time there. In Dothan. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, and uh, you know, tell us a little bit about your school, man, what you got going on there. Well, right now, uh, I'm in Knoxville, Tennessee, and Glenn Jacobs, uh, a.k.a. Kane, and I started a school. Uh, we're, we're in our fourth year, actually, so uh, we, we've been doing this for a while ourselves, and it's it's really rocking, and right now, we're in the summer, right in the middle of the summer session, and it's hot in there, but I got a, a good group of guys who like to get after it and work hard. And, uh, if anybody has any questions or are interested in learning how to do professional wrestling, go to our website. It's JP wrestling Academy.com. And I tell you, I know you've been down to the school and you've seen the posters and the pictures on the wall. It's, it's like an old school wrestling gym and, uh, you get that feel, some of those pictures, uh, and a lot of that stuff on the wall actually come alive. When you get in there and start sweating and and looking up and and seeing these guys uh, on the wall did the same thing. Oh man, it's in a beautiful facility, Tom. I mean, and the ring sits right there in the middle of everything. And uh, well, like you say, it's historic. You go in there and the walls are covered with wrestling photos. Uh, you got a great thing going there, man. And uh, and you do a great job with the kids too. Uh, had some of them at. Uh, at my dinner with the stud last October. And, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, real proud of what you're doing, my man. Uh, you, uh, you do a great job with those kids. Well, thank you, Ron. I appreciate that too. You know, you, you, you guys come from the, uh, beginning of the business actually, because your family is, is well entrenched in the South and well entrenched in professional wrestling. So we, we study the history. We talk about all the guys who came before, uh, and, and what, why professional wrestling was so great. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, that's all part of it. And uh, wow, you, you're probably one of the few that does that, man, that goes back and really sits and talks to those guys about the uh, who was there before them and uh, how hard it was to, to make the business successful. And, you know, so it's great what you do, Tom. And, uh, and thank you so much, man, for getting in touch with me. And I appreciate your congratulations and, uh, and uh, congratulations to you, man, for what you're doing there and uh, what you're doing for professional wrestling. Keep it alive still to move it forward, man. Well, I appreciate that too, Ron. And uh, I do mean that when I say congratulations. Five years is a long time. And I hope you go another 55 years. <laughs> uh, well, that'd be some deal there. But I had to get me into the one about 140 years old or so, man. So. Well, I hope you make it that far, man. It, it, it'd be a great deal for everybody. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. You got it. Hey, Studcast fans, check out the one and only Dr. Tom Pritchard on Super Studcast number 23 on TNStud.com. That dude right there is still contributing to the sport, and he is one that just won't quit, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Okay, so Stud, the red light is on again. You know who it's going to be this time? Any idea? <laughs> no, man. You, you've long, I keep, long, you've long since passed my guessing, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I keep asking. All right, let's let's go to the phone and see what happens. Ron Fuller, this is a voice from the past. Scott Armstrong, how are you, man? <laughs> oh, I'm great, man. I'm great, Scott. Great to hear from you, man. Wow, of all people. Good, uh, Dude, good deal, I had man. To be a, I had to be a part of this 260th episode, five-year anniversary of you doing this podcast. I mean – Look, there's no doubt you have plenty of wrestling to talk about, but five years worth and never missing a week, man, that's that's something to be celebrated. So I had to be a part of it. <laughs> well, I appreciate it so much, man. Great to have you on here, man. In fact, uh, it, it's going to give me an opportunity to talk a little bit about you. I mean, uh, I'm not the only one doing podcasts these days. And I think you've just got <laughs> yeah, one out there that you're doing now. And uh, I've listened to a couple of episodes of it. And wow, you're doing great, man. You've got a good, you've got something going, man. Well, I, so, I appreciate that. You know, you, Ron, to be honest with you, you are definitely responsible for a lot of those stories I tell. <laughs> 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 uh, well, well that, that's a good deal, man. Uh, wow, we got so many stories amongst uh, my family and yours, man. Wow, I just, I still miss Bob Dude, so is, much. Uh, Bob did so much yeah. for me and helped me so much in getting Studcast off the ground. And they did Super Studcast with me. Uh, wow, did all kinds of episodes with me. And uh, just can't say enough great things about your father, and nor can any other people. I mean, you know, he was yeah, just an amazing I man. That. I, I miss him. I miss him very much. I really do. And I know. You know, look, Ron. You you know the deal. He, uh, you and he being best friends, and and then uh, Robert and Jimmy and uh, Roy Lee and Roy Lee Welch and uh, and me and all my brothers, just little boys, and growing up with you guys. And uh, you know, I tell people all the time, it was like having uh, multiple uncles and all from the the Welch family. <laughs> you know, Robert yeah. Fuller Welch. Yeah. It was like having multiple uncles, and and what I appreciated more than anything was, uh, you know, you guys treated us like like family. Like if we got out of line, you called us on it, and and then as we got older and started wrestling, you guys literally 
gave us on-the-job training and and treated us like we were your boys. And man, that's just those are things that you remember and you take with you the rest of your life. And now here I am. Uh, you know, we are both uh, a day or two older than that now. And you look you look back <laughs> over your life and you appreciate the you know the the little things that. At the time, you're young and you think you know everything, and then you get older and realize, well, I really didn't know anything. And without those guys, I couldn't have done anything. And uh, you know, and, and having my dad right there and his guidance and and having his hand on us was just, uh, man, it was a, it was some good times in southeastern and continental. That is for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely, man. And uh, you guys were great. Uh, you, Brad, came up first. Uh, you followed him, then Steve. I mean. Wow, you guys yeah. are all, all great talents and uh, amazing family uh, history and the whole deal. And uh, and uh, just uh, real quickly, man, before we get to, you know, we're in the way I do these, Scott, is uh, I go one week at a time. So I'm five years in, but I'm only in 1978, middle of 1978. Oh, wow. So it's wow. going to be another five years before I even get to you and, uh, and Steve and <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, even Brad. So, you know, wow, yeah. this, uh, this this has turned into a lifetime deal here, it <laughs> seems like. That, that's awesome. Yeah. That is, so in 1978, are you already in Pensacola? Yes, sir. We sure are. Me and your dad, man, very first summer. We went down there <laughs> in March of 1978. Uh, territory was totally dead. And right now we're in July. We've taken the Dothan House from uh, fourteen hundred people to four thousand. And yeah, I remember I, shows. I remember those shows. I remember, I, I remember being uh, going to college, and I remember Dad uh, moving down here, and uh, but the whole family moved. Everybody but me. I stayed because I was in my first year of college, mm. and I remember coming down here, and uh, <laughs> I'll never forget seeing you know there i mean you remember the territory vividly i'm sure you go to the beach all day or out by the pool all day and then you leave at dinner time to go do the show and come back except on mondays when you went when you had to go to birmingham and <laughs> and those shows were unbelievable and the business i mean i think you guys were profitable in about six months weren't you yeah yeah we basically took uh, dead territory in uh, march 3rd of 1978 which was my 40th birthday uh, that's oh, the day wow. we opened up the territory, and uh, six months later, we took it from being dead to uh, to doing more than twenty thousand fans a week. Uh, that's just so, crazy, you know. Uh, really, yeah. really tremendous Man, growth. And uh, and while that story goes on with my stud cast, I'm telling what's going on in Knoxville during those same years. So uh, oh, I got two I territories to talk about. So. <laughs> that's, that's I may that's never run out of stuff to talk about. I guess that's the deal. No. <laughs> that is. That, that definitely is the deal. <laughs> and then oh, speaking man. of that, uh, Scott, you've got one of you. You've got your Scott, a podcast of your own, my man. And uh, tell us a little bit about that, man, and where people can find it. Well, so, Ron, you may remember this. Uh, uh, it's been, oh, I don't even know how many years ago when it was, at, when we were, uh, at, well, I wasn't even wrestling yet, I don't think, but it was at Bowell Auditorium, and some fan gave my dad a street sign that they had obviously ripped off of the, the street. <laughs> and, Armstrong and Avenue. Armstrong. <laughs> yes, you remember? <laughs> I remember the sign, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so... 
so dad brought it home and he always had it in his gym. You know, he had our garage just loaded up with weights. And so he had it in there for, I, I mean, I really don't know how many years, 30 years plus. And so when he and mom, uh, we had them taken to the assisted living place and we got rid of their place. Uh, he said, Hey, would you want this? And I said, well, yeah, I want it out there with my weights. And so I kept the sign. It's out there right now. And wow. so when the, uh, so I was approached about doing a podcast and I said, Hey, um, is it cool with you if we call it Armstrong Avenue podcast? And the guy said, well, yeah, that works. And then I sent him that picture. Wow. I've seen a picture of the street sign. And he said, how cool is that? And then he went in and found an old, uh, YouTube found it on YouTube and it's an old promo of dad and Brad and dad actually starts the promo. Stevie's in the background working out you know, with the weights and, and the promo starts with the picture of that Armstrong Avenue sign. Wow. And then fades towards Brad and dad and, uh, dad says, welcome to Armstrong Avenue, Armstrong electric Avenue. Well, I didn't personally, I didn't even know that existed because it was from the early eighties, like 82 or three. And, um, the, and my podcast, uh, big Mike, the guy that does that hosts my podcast, he calls me and says, Hey man, I think I found the new, uh, the w- new way to start our podcast. <laughs> and I said, okay. And he sent it to me, man, I just started crying. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it <laughs> wow. that, that, great. that we were going to name it that. And so now every, the entrance to my podcast every week is, from the eighties dad saying, welcome to Armstrong Avenue podcast. And I thought, man, how, ah, it just, uh, every time we start the podcast, it's the coolest thing. But we just, we call uh, it, uh, you know, we call it Armstrong Avenue pro wrestling stories because (laughs) I think people just want to hear the, Ron, I just told the one the other day about when Wendell Cooley, uh, Scott Casey was in and they cut the bottom of my socks out and tucked them back in my shoes. And so after my match, I, (laughs) Back and the, the sock went all the way up to my thigh, and I, I started, and I thought the only way I can find out who did this is to wear them and tuck them back in my shoes and walk around and see who sells it. <laughs> so, so that's what I did, and Wendell Cooley sold it so big, and so I didn't. Know, he and Scott Casey were good buddies, but I didn't know Scott did it. Wendell said he ended up later saying Scott did it. What I did was me and Johnny Rich and traveling down the road. We stopped at one of these little Seven uh, Elevens or Tom Thumb or whatever, and right on the counter it said uh, all these little magic tricks. You know, the they chew the gum and it turns your mouth black, but it had itching powder. <laughs> and so I bought two packets of itching powder the next night. I tied Wendell Cooley's blue jeans. He always had the blue jeans on because he was the country western guy, you know. And I, I tied his blue jeans in a knot at the very bottom and then dumped a packet in each leg of that. <laughs> 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 Frankie Lan- Lancaster said, Oh, he clawed his legs. They were riding together. He clawed his legs all the way home to the point where we had to pull off so he could take his pants off. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> wow. Well, that's that's yeah. what this is all about, Scott. That's, that's what the podcasts are all about, man. I know you got a great one. Like I said, I've heard a couple of them and, uh, Wow, you're going to do great, uh, and uh, and I, and, I th- and that's wonderful. You're going to pass down some history. Uh, just listening to that uh, that opening, I can imagine, man. I remember that interview, as a matter of fact, and uh, it gives me goosebumps. You got your dad involved in in your in your deal, which is great. Yeah, 
it's the best, man. It really is. It, it's, it's just, uh, man, I, I tell you, I do. I miss him. I miss Brad. Uh, but you know, to be able to say we had all that time together and had the times of our life, I, I just remember coming from college down here and you guys had this ter- had the territory popping and, uh, Southeastern and, and me coming down on my spring break and going, wait a minute, dad. So y'all go to the beach every day and then you go wrestle and then you get up <laughs> in the morning, go to the gym, go to the beach again. And he goes, yeah, that's what we do. And I said, Oh my. And he said, well, son, you know, they got colleges down here. You can go home and sell all your stuff and move down here. And I'm telling you, it was about uh, two months later. I had sold everything I had and I moved down here and I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, Jason, man. Great stories. Uh, uh, Scott, uh, Superman, thank you so much for joining us today. You're, you're in a, you're in a great group of talent here, man, on this one today. And, uh, Really, really appreciate uh, your call and uh, and uh, thanking me, uh, you know, and congratululating me. Thank you so much for it. And uh, uh, wow, your family well, means a whole lot to me still today. And uh, and I and I hope you guys know that to me, Rob, Jimmy, well, to all of us. Oh, and you guys mean the world to us too, Ron. And I I know I know you know that. So, uh, but I, I I had to be a part of this, man. And I do appreciate. Uh, you giving me a few minutes just to tell you thank you and not just thank you for the five years, but thank you. And I mean this from my heart, man. And I hope I may cry telling you, you are literally responsible for my career. You are because you own this company. And when my dad said, I want to give my boys a shot, you could have very easily said, well, Bob, I just think they're too small or they might not, you know what I mean? You could have kiboshed that and you didn't. And you believed in a, in a, a group of young little skinny mouthy punks that that just wanted to do what their dad did and you gave us that opportunity and man you and robert and jimmy and really i'll never forget it as long as i live and i will always be appreciative so thank you so much i really I, do I appreciate, appreciate that i appreciate that and you guys are in the future studcast man people are going to hear about the rat patrol incorporated and <laughs> and, uh, and the party well, boys I mean, uh, oh, you guys are going to be on there big time, man. <laughs> well, I hope not everything, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, probably not everything, but, but some of it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Hey, I love you, dude. Thanks, Ron. Love you too, man. All right. That's a lot of fun right there. Thanks to Scott Armstrong, the son of another great Hall of Famer, Bob Armstrong. All right. We have somebody else ready, Ron. This guy scared the heck out of me and many others during his career. Let's go to the phone. Hello, welcome. This is Jeff Van Camp. I'm so happy and pleased to be part of uh, Ron Fuller's Studcast, his fifth year. Congratulations, Ron. 260th episode. I'm so excited and happy to be here to be part of your show. And uh, I look forward to another, uh, as long as you can get, keep going, Ron. <laughs> well, thank you, Jeff. You know, and uh, for people out there, man, I wish you had a picture of you here uh, so that they could see who we're talking to. But this is Jeff Van Camp, who was the Lord Humongous, man, for Continental uh, and Southeastern way back in Pensacola, the good old Pensacola days. It was pretty good days, weren't it, Jeff? You know what, you, Ron, you had the best territory around, without a doubt. We was home pretty much every single night. You know, we traveled a lot, but we, we worked a lot, and but we were home every single night. You had the best territory, no, no doubt. And I enjoyed working for you and working for uh, Continental Southeastern. 
and I'm just excited to be here with you uh, celebrating your fifth year, going on well, your sixth. Thank you, man. Thank you very much, Jeff. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, doing uh, doing a studcast, doing a podcast for that long. It's uh, I never thought I'd see the fifth year or 260 episodes. And I hope to get maybe another 260. And, uh, and it's going to well, take about so. that to get to your time frame, man. Going a week I understand. Well, you, what year are you on? 1978? 1978. Minnesota, 1978. And uh, we're not going to get up to your time until probably about uh, 84, 83, 84. 85, absolutely. I think that's fantastic. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, man. And I, and I can't either, man. Uh, for those people out there that didn't get to see the Lord Humongous and the gimmick that we had with you, man, uh, you were the prime dude to get that done you just had a look about you jeff that uh that scared the hell out of everybody even me sometimes you know <laughs> so you know it was it was a it was a tremendous gimmick uh fans went crazy for it and uh and i really enjoyed working with you for all those years uh you just uh you made things uh look really good and uh you scared the heck out of a whole lot of fans too <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, Ron. Honestly, I, could, I couldn't have done it or made it uh, without you and your support of what you did for me. I'm not just trying to blow smoke. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I mean, I, I, it was a gimmick that I, you know, I got from Jerry Lawler and Austin Idol, and it kind of put the, the gimmick in my head how, how it should work. But it was you who actually brought it forth and brought it to life. And I, uh, you know, I, I played off of you and I did the best I could to, to live up to that image and the, and the gimmick that I had. And like you said, try to scare the hell out of people, you know, and you, you allowed me to do that to people, you know, and, and uh, I appreciate everything you did for me to allow me to, to have that gimmick. I will. I appreciate what you did, man. Uh, I remember back in those days, I, a lot of that time frame, I was doing the old, uh, the tuxedo gimmick with the black top hat and the cane and the whole deal. <laughs> I was having a ball, man. I love to do that. <laughs> that was that was one of the most favorite things I ever did in wrestling was that gimmick uh, where I had you and Arn Anderson and uh, the Assassin, Jimmy Golden. I had some great wrestlers and some great uh, stable. I had a great stud stable at that time. And, uh, wow, you're right there at the top of them, man. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I appreciate, Jeff, you coming on and, uh, and, and congratulating me and being a part of this. And, uh and I hope uh, we can do some more with you. We've got a super stud cast that you and I have done. A uh, great one. I really, really liked it. Uh, and uh, fans really love it, too. And uh, so uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming on with us today, man. Thanks. Well, thank you. Let me be part of your milestone, uh, Ron, because this is, uh, I mean, it's amazing. Going on six years, 100, 260 episodes. Start, now you're in 1978. I can't believe it. I mean. You're rocking and rolling just like you did in the wrestling days. You're, you're an amazing person. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, Jeff. And uh, you take care of yourself. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And Studcast fans, be sure to check out Super Studcast number 26, the great Lord Humongous Jeff Van Camp on TNStud.com. How cool is that? Thanks, Lord Humongous Jeff Van Camp. Kind of glad he wasn't here dressed out stud it makes me feel a lot better with this mask on that's a little creepy just a little oh my okay all right so next is a friend of yours for more than 40 years let's go to the phone the one and only tennessee stud ron i'm honored to say a friend honored to be a part of five years 
of Studcast. <laughs> when you first came on with Studcast, I said, who in the heck's going to listen to a Studcast? <laughs> and then you sent the hooks in me with Roy and your dad and the bear. Congratulations <laughs> on five years, my old friend. That That's something that's just... Uh, that's a lot of storytelling, buddy. A lot of hours of storytelling. And even me as part of the business, I appreciate it, man, because I learn things every week that I might have been a part of, but I forgot and didn't know from you, buddy. Congratulations, Rod. Well, thank you very much, Charlie. And, uh, you know, so, so that others out there, I recognize a voice right away, man. But uh, thank you so much for getting in on this. And uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for the compliments. And and you're right, man. This one goes all the way back to Roy and Herb and the first generation, second generation, third generation. And before it's over, we'll talk a little bit probably about Jimmy's kid and my son as match. Uh, and we'll be talking about four generations. So uh, so uh, it's it's been quite a ride, man. Uh, and, uh, you know, you've, you've been around this stuff for a long, long time. And you, you probably have a real good idea of, how much time goes into putting together one of these? Just a one episode, much less two hundred and sixty of them. So uh, it's I been uh, it's been it's been an experience, but uh, I've really enjoyed it, and uh, and I'm looking for another two hundred and sixty. Actually, the way I'm going along here, Charlie, we're in summer of nineteen seventy eight now, and uh, you remember that one well. It's first summer ever. That we did business down there in uh, Dothan and in that part of the country, Gulf Coast. And uh, you remember seeing how bad it was when we started. And uh, by this point, about midsummer, how much it had grown. And uh, it's just been a, it's quite an experience, man, being able to talk about two territories. Uh, I got I got plenty to talk about for a lot more time, a lot more years. Listen, and, you know, I don't want to take away anything from some originals like uh, Jody Hamilton, but along this time period, we had two guys under the mask, Roger Smith and Randy Colley, the assassins, and they could work their butts off and woe be into those who were in the ring with them. They got to work out that night. Some of the greatest talent that's ever been in professional wrestling, Bob Armstrong, the Tennessee stud, Ron Fuller, uh, Jimmy Golden. You just start running down the list. Tony Charles, some of the greats of all time were a part of that summer of 78 down here in the Gulf Coast and uh, what became Southeastern Championship and then later Continental Championship Wrestling Area. You were a part of all of it, even dating back to the uh, being a part of living in the Gulf Coast, a lot of folks may forget about this, but you weren't wrestling, but you and, and Rob were growing up as kids on a ranch in Loxley, Alabama. The kids like me heard folks like Lee, Bobby, and Don Fields talk about. There's so much history down here. And, and, and I want to say this. There's only, I, I've seen about everything I, I could imagine seeing in the wrestling business. And ironically, this week, this weekend, we're talking to each other. Ric Flair is going to do supposedly his last match. And I had to think to myself, if I were a fan, what event would I pay to go see? There's only one thing that comes to mind. <laughs> and that's 
the Tennessee stud Ron Fuller wrestling a black bear in Cosby, Tennessee. <laughs> I would take <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, Charlie, he's a little bear. He's, he's just a big thug, you know, and uh, <laughs> I, I think I could probably take him, man, but uh, I sure wouldn't want to mess with his mama or his daddy, you know, no. uh, that's darn sure. Uh, I, I'm, I'm staying away from him uh, uh, and I'm trying not to feed him. He's a so he's a friendly little son of a gun, you know. Uh, the other day he he eyed me. He was looking right straight at us, and uh, and he they act like he was going to just walk on in the house. He was only he was only about five feet away. He looked up there and he just said, "Okay, I'm coming in," and uh, <laughs> closed the door, man. No, no, <laughs> no, he ain't coming. He don't hold a pair. Ron, I, let, let me ask you. Uh, turn the question on, on you right now. Do you enjoy remembering things and looking up things and remembering some things that you had forgotten that we did back in 1977? Oh, gosh, man. It's wonderful. You know, uh, that's one of the thrills I get out of this. When I do the research, it's just, wow, just uh, lots of things just come flowing back, man, about the, what the match was, what the, uh, what the TV was like. Uh, all that stuff just comes back to me. It's like reliving those moments again. It's uh, that's why I really enjoy it. Uh, you know, 260 episodes is a lot of a lot of talking, like you say, but uh, it's really been a lot of fun for me because it. Uh, every time I go to do another episode, I've got to look back and I got to see what the cards were in Knoxville. I get to see the formats of the TVs. Same thing down there on the Gulf Coast, talking about two different territories. It just uh, all comes flooding back, and uh, I guess I, that's one of the real thrills for me in being able to do these. And uh, thank goodness, got a lot of people out there that enjoy it. And and uh, you know, I just and it's great having you on here, man. You were such a big part of all that down there for so many years, and uh, did great, great job. Uh, heck, you worked with all types of different people, from Gordon Soli to Les Thatcher to to uh, Rick Stewart, and I mean, it was all over the board, here, there, and everywhere, but you were the guy that was always there. And I tell you, I tell you something about this time, Gordon was still coming in working in TV. Uh, he was yeah. flying in on Republic Airlines into Dothan, Alabama. And sometimes we did TV live because of weather conditions, and Gordon's plane wouldn't get here in time for us to tape, rewind, and show the program back on Channel 4. And I remember uh, Ron and Bob would get mighty nervous when it came to live TV because you had the likes of David Schultz, punk rock Wayne Ferris coming in, all these folks that could be loose cannons from one time to another. <laughs> and uh, remember those days we had to do live TV? Oh yeah, I remember, man, and uh, and you're right. Uh, I was always horrified about uh, David Schultz as one for one man about what he had in mind. Uh, he, he got us in a little bit of trouble right off the bat with Mobile Station and uh, caused us some problems. But uh, he went on to become a Hall of Famer, man. Can you believe that? Oh yeah, I can. David David was something else to the wrestling fans. On behalf of Ron. 
I want to say that it was great seeing you, Ron, recently at one of the reunions they had here in, in Dothan. And I would encourage the fans, uh, if you see a, a reunion, whether it's in Tennessee, Alabama, where, wherever you may be listening, of some of the old stars getting together for a autograph signing or whatever the case may be, even some of them get in the ring, go see it because brings back a flood of memories. I know the fans did for me and for you at the Dothan event was reminding us of stuff that we'd probably forgot about because it was just a weekly thing with us and, and the way we were making a living. But oh, well. uh, thanks. Thanks that- for the memories from you. And, and, and I wish you five more years of the stud cast and uh, would love to be a part of them right on through the five-year period. There's a lot still to talk about, and you're the man to do it, my buddy. Well, I appreciate that very much, Charlie. And, uh, you know, actually, I got my—I am making one of those public appearances in Gatlinburg this weekend at the Comic-Con there, uh, Gatlinburg Convention Center, man. So, uh, you know, anybody in this part of the country who want to drop by and say hello, you're right, though, Charlie. And it's not just for the fans that get a thrill out of it. It's for us, you and I and all the wrestlers seeing each other and uh, being back together again. Uh, those are great events. And, uh, and thank you, Charlie, for getting becoming part of this and being a part of this and uh, for getting in touch with me and, uh, and the congratulations and all that. And I uh, look forward to seeing you again, man. It was great to see you a couple of weeks back. Have a good one, Ron. Thank you. All right, stud, how much fun has this been? That's going to be all the time. We got to call it quits we got to stop somewhere. This has been a great stud cast. We could have gone on for hours more if we had taken everybody who had asked. And thanks to a ton of friends who did participate. Listen, I know you had a totally different show set up for today. So when we return to our regular format next week, we're getting right back into it. So where do we ride? Well, man, we're going to be riding into the third week of July, 1978. Uh, And for the first time in months, I'm going to be flying back up to southeastern Knoxville for a weekend, man. And on that Friday night, uh, I'm going up there to work. I'm going to be wrestling partners with Ronnie Garvin against the great Malenko and the Mongolian Stomper managed by Don Carson. And uh, we'll talk about that Friday night card. I just mentioned that match in uh, the TV promoting it, the results of it, and the attendance for that event. Uh, we're going to take a little trip the following night to what became a really famous wrestling city, Harlan, Kentucky. We're talking a little Harlan, Kentucky, man. And then on Sunday afternoon, before I leave there, I'm going to play in my first and only one of those charity softball games that we've been having. And then I'm going to catch a plane. Uh, After the game's over, I'm going to fly down south in the southeastern Gulf Coast. I'm going to wrestle that night in Pensacola, Florida, the municipal auditorium right there on the bay. And we're going to talk about the Mobile, Alabama card two days after the Pensacola event. We'll talk about the TV that promoted that, the results of that card, and the attendance of that one. And, uh, you know, Jesus, it's been a tremendous day, man. What an experience. Uh, thank you, Dave, for, you know, piecing this together. And, and I know this has taken a lot of work to get something like this set up. But I want to thank everybody who called in today to be on this special studcast with me. And I hope all the listeners out there enjoyed it as much as I did. And uh, thanks for everyone's support as always. Please take care of yourselves and others. And may God bless us all.
For Ron Fuller in the Great Smoky Mountains, I'm David Summers saying thank you for listening. Find me at davidsummersproductions at gmail.com. This studcast is a David Summers production for Tennessee Stud. LLC. Thanks for joining us today for this historic studcast. The true story continues next week. So full Nelson your friends and point them in our direction for another ride with the Tennessee Stud. One, two, three. This is David Summers saying so long from the Great Smoky Mountains.